Welcome to the Miles Apart Podcast. The podcast where we talk about things. We'll be talking about The Mandalorian, uh, roughly episodes one through four. My name's Guggen. This is Jess. And uh, let's just kind of give the people a little backstory. This is a podcast uh, where we talk about, you know, movies, sports, whatever. Um, we're talking about the Mandalorian, so just to give a background of what type of Star Wars fans we are. Um, I've seen all the movies. Have you seen all the movies? Yeah. Um, you know, the word toxic fandom thrown around a lot. So Gargan's like a living embodiment. <laughs> hey, man. Um, I didn't like The Last Jedi, but, you know, let's put that, let's put that behind us, but... So what I'm trying to say is we're not like hardcore fans. We don't read all the legends. No, I, I, or the would, comics. I would say I'm I, I, I'm I'm pretty hardcore about it. I would say I'm a fan of the movies. Like I don't know everything that's going on. You know, like I couldn't tell you every character, but like all the main ones, yes. But you know what I'm trying to say is not super duper in depth with it. I guess Jess over here is, but me, I'm I'm not so much so but Yeah, I guess when you put it that way then It's because I, mean, I like... don't want the people to come after me when I say something about a Mandalorian and they're like, well he's actually from this planet from me. I don't know all that. Alright. I respect that. I yeah. don't either, but I'm gonna just fucking say shit. Yeah, that's that's your thing you just say shit. Okay so <laughs> Disney Plus happened, Mandalorian came out, we're like four weeks late, but that's our thing, we make podcasts inconsistently, um, so roughly, you want to just kind of roughly bring us up to speed, like what's happened so far? Man, this is pretty much, I would say one of the most Star wars e Star Wars thing, Disney, does that make sense? No, it makes perfect sense, and I agree with you 100%. This feels like Star Wars. Right. Just from, like, the very get-go, I mean, it opens up at, like, a cantina where um, I think, like, this little green alien dude's getting picked on, right? Was he blue or green? I don't remember. He was blue. blue. We don't need to go this much in detail. (laughs) You can skim it over a bit. (laughs) <laughs> no, I'm, no, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, scene just by from the scene get-go. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying from the get-go. Like, when it opens up, it gives you that Cantina vibe. Like, for, um, episode four, you know? Mm-hmm. So, just like lately and everything else that's came, this I feel like kind of... John Favreau did a good job of capturing that essence of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's basically the story about a Mandalorian whose name they haven't mentioned so far. <laughs> Uh, into you call the him series, Mondo, yeah. Mando, Mando, yeah. Um, and uh, like I said, episode one, like he gets a couple, he get he gives a bounty back to. He's part of like a guild. Mm-hmm. It's like Star Wars version of John Wick, starting Mandalorian kind of feel to it, where he's getting these pucks or bounties from the head of the guild, and then he. Uh, gets like this super expensive uh bounty for from what's basically it seems like the remnants of the empire because there's old messed up star uh star uh stormtroopers their armor's kind of effed up 
You know, you can, no, you know, I think like, I think that's like, a, I think that's exactly shit. what it is. So we're, this show takes place after Return of the Jedi. So the Empire's just fallen. The galaxy's kind of in limbo. You know, like nobody's. You know, nobody. They don't have somebody. Like it's like the government just fell essentially. So yeah, like you said, these are, this is the remnants of the Empire, and they're the ones that give the bounty to Mando. Mando, that's what they call him, right? Yeah, um, Pascal, the actor that plays him, actually gave a name in an interview, but they haven't actually given him a name yet so far in the show. Okay, you think they'll ever show his face? I no, think I if they were so. gonna, I think that if I think if they were gonna show it, they should have shown it by now. Now it's like we're a little too. Looks like it's Pedro Pascal. He was in Game of Thrones. I think he was the Viper. He got his head crushed. He was in. Uh, Kingsman 2 as one of the cowboy guys and he was also in that movie with Ben Affleck where they like rob like this guy from South America remember alright you really know what's going on in Pedro Pascal's career <laughs> I like that <laughs> we can get back to the Mandalorian <laughs> alright hey, let's get back up alright um, <laughs> damn you got me like <laughs> So, like I said, so he gets his bounty from, uh, what was the character's name? I don't know all that, dude. It was a general guy. He had German accent. Like, always sounds funny and everything. It's his accent. He sounds funny. (laughs) So, yeah, so he gives um, them the the super expensive bounty. He's like, we can't tell you what the person's name is or what they look like. We can only give you a location and an age. And then that's when he shows up to that planet. And they it's the guy he's greeted that says, I have spoken. And essentially what happens, then we meet that badass bounty robot. Like, you know, that was a badass scene, dude. It was. Um, he was voiced by Taika Waititi. I could see that, yeah. And then so, boom. And <laughs> no, it's, it's not. It's not a theory. He was. It's not like a fan theory. No, no I could he see was. that. I believe that. <laughs> boom. Open. Get in. Open the thing. What? What's that fifty-year-old bounty thing? It's a baby Yoda. And then that's yeah, the end that's of what, episode one. That's what the internet's named it. So far, baby Yoda, dude, baby. I'm yeah. dressing as Baby Yoda for Halloween next year. I was like, for what, Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> it's like one awkward-ass Christmas. <laughs> I'm like, what the uh, fuck does this have to do with anything? <laughs> but it's Baby Yoda. Savior but... Baby Yoda. <laughs> so, yeah, that's episode and, yeah. one. Yeah, we could kind of skim through the next two. We could talk four a little bit more in depth because that was the most recent one. What do you think? Yeah, sounds good to me. Um, episode two basically is just uh, him and he has uh, the Mandalorian Mando. When we see him last, he's found Baby Yoda, so he's going to bring him back. He's decided to collect his bounty. And on the way through the desert, he gets attacked. Um, and you see some action. There's fighting. He gets to use that disintegrator gun. Damn. And like, it's been mentioned before, I think. Mm-hmm. By Darth Vader himself to Boba Fett. No, that shit was dope. 
Yeah, and he talks about it and tells him not to use it to Boba Fett, I think. And then and we finally get to see him use it, and it's pretty tight, yeah. So he gets out of that it's fight, like, and by the time he gets it's like It's like getting snapped, you know? It's like yeah. how they kind of turn to dust. That's essentially what happens. That's, yeah, basically. Mm. And then once he gets back to his ship, he sees that it's being rummaged, mm. and he starts shooting at him. Those pesky and, jowls. Uh, yeah, they run off into... And he's chasing them with Baby Yoda behind him, and he tries to climb their ship, but falls off. Their ship's pretty badass. Like, it's a fortress. Yeah. And what what I like about that is, you know, because he got his ass electrocuted and he fell. Like, it's good to see him, like, fall and fail. You know, you can't, you, 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 you don't connect with the character. Like, if you were just to, like, fly up, jump right into mm. it, kick everybody's ass, you know? Like, it was dope, dude. That's, like, when they, like... Honestly, the first episode, when I saw it, I was like, all right, you know, this guy's cool. But it took a couple episodes. Now I'm, like, invested. So yeah, no, it's a really... Yeah, so he... he I think we're going to blend two and three here now. He yeah, so... gets off the planet. Yeah. He, he got an egg. Basically... Oh, they got the egg oh, yeah, because a... Baby Yoda did the, some Force stuff. And this is All where... Right, let me just give you a quick... <laughs> that was terrible. Right. And, uh, let me try a clean People version, know what you know, they got. So... <laughs> nice. Um, so, basically, he gives up on, like, trying to catch the ship, goes back to Quill, who translates to the Jawas that he wants his ship parts back, and they want this egg from this rhinosaurus creature thing that he When they fights. said egg, I thought they meant, like, Baby Yoda. Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, "Why the fuck do they want Baby Yoda?" Or then I but thought they wanted his like little crib. <laughs> I know. I thought that too. I thought that would have been funny. He just gives up the crib, kind of, and then yeah, you know, nah, he goes on his way. Big ass rhinosaurus thing mixed with like a woolly mammoth. And, yeah, like, it kicks. It beats kicks the shit out of him. pretty much. Yeah, it looks like it's about to kill him, and boom, Baby Yoda is uh, very strong with the force. You get to see him. Basically, force uh, he levitates to the rhino, holds him back, and then Mandel, Mandel like, stabs him with a very tiny knife. Like I was about artery. to say, like like that penetrated that deep. Yeah, it was, it's like cool. it's a four inch knife. <laughs> I'm giving it up. That's that's not what I'm a question here. <laughs> but um, no, the four stuff is very okay. It's the yeah, knife. It's, it's the knife. No. So yeah, basically they get off the planet and last uh, ep- episode three, him, the sin, the sin is basically the beginning of him giving Baby Yoda back to this his client, you know, claiming his bounty. Team, yeah, from who this guy seems to be like an old imperial general of some kind. We're still then, speculating from like three yeah. episodes in. They've given his name, I think, and we're like, it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think they give his name. They give you. I, I think they give you the name of the doctor, Doctor Pershing. No, okay, I think yeah. is his name because it's on his. Ta- he has a tag too. But He's I don't know. Name tag. They should all just wear names. Yeah. Tags. You had a. You <laughs> had something to say about him, like the mark or thing that he was wearing, right? 
Yeah, so like they say that it, um, um, what I read somewhere on Twitter is one of the badges he has on his uniform is an insignia of all like clones are forced to wear. So it could be that he's a clone. That's just one of the fan theories out there. Mm. So yeah, and so that means cloning is something that which they do have, is. which they did present. You know, like what was it? The Clone Wars or Episode yeah. Three, where uh, Obi Wan goes and they legit have the cloning, they, those those yeah. like aliens that have that clone. Yeah. You know, so cloning is been around in Star Wars for a long time. So it looks like after the fall of the Empire, you know, the Empire's like weapons and technology or whatever, you know, it's kind of getting scattered out there. And these guys got their hands on some cloning tech. And that's essentially, as far as we know, that's what they want Baby Yoda for. Like Baby Yoda is probably a clone of Yoda. And now they want to make more of him. As far as we know, like, you know, that's, is what do you think? I think so. I think so. Cause, and they probably know about his strength and, you know, he, that he's force sensitive mm-hmm. and they probably already know these things. But as far as we know, so that was my, I remember we were talking about this the other day. So, you know how there's like whatever Luke Skywalker is human or whatever alien species, not all those humans are force sensitive. You know, Luke was, Obi-Wan was, Anakin was. And in throughout Star Wars, we meet other species that have like force sensitive, like Jedi's and stuff. You know, so is it is it because he's a clone of Yoda? He's force sensitive, or whatever Yoda species is, they're all just force sensitive. I think it's more likely to be the cloning theory, yeah. and then it's just like a whole species of force sensitive people. So we don't know what species he is. They never told us what Yoda is. Yeah. So, yeah, he turns so them in, collects the bounty, gets, gets gets the, the bounty, which is basically uh, this best car, which is Mandalorian steel, which is very strong, and I guess it's a hard resource to find. Mm-hmm. They've been through some kind of purge where the Empire wiped out the Mandalorians, yeah. and that, that's the flashbacks we see what happened with Mando. Like that's Mando, like his. You know, that's what happened with him. Like, his parents, it seemed like, were purged and he was, like, left by himself. He's, they mentioned foundlings a lot. Yeah, you know, foundlings when he goes, are basically yeah. children, yeah, that are training. So maybe that's why he kind of, like, connected with Yoda, because he's essentially a foundling. Yep. So, Damn. Fucking Star Wars, man. Accepting a new, he decides to accept accept a new job from uh, Griff Karga, the leader of the guild, is what it appears like. He appears to be a leader because he gets to keep a cut of the Beskar, it seems like. Because when he goes back to see him, he tells him, hey, you know, I'm rich too, and he has in his pocket the best. What, do you think he's going to make get some armor made too? <clears throat> or are you just going to like trade it for other currency? He's like, hey, look at this shoe made out of Beskar. <laughs> but that's what that's what Mondo does whenever he gets Beskar first he goes and gets a shoulder plate made now he's got like a full decked out chest piece it's kind of cool it's like a video game like three episodes in and they've already changed like you know his armor which is pretty dope. dope 
and then yeah. initially it looked a little too shiny, you know. And then yeah. he busts Yoda out of there. And a big thing is made the other Mandalorians that are there. They're kind of like, you know, he doesn't deserve it. Yada yada yada. And then they have a little confrontation. He goes bust baby Yoda out. The the you know the bounty hunters and stuff got them dead to rights. And then the other Mandalorians like jetpack in and save their ass, and he gets away with Baby Yoda, and boom, episode four. This is the way. Nice. This is the way. Yeah, and what's neat about that is you know, they show you that that guild leader, uh, Karga, has a cut of the Baskar too. Mm-hmm. And that's where that's he gets shot. Roll because at the end, that's where he gets shot. Yeah, and saves his. Well, they'll probably save him for. Something else in the future. He should probably just hold on to that and like just always wear that exactly where that is, you know, like this uh, like armor. They're like, sir, this best car's caused this tumor <laughs> because you carried it so close. He's like, no, it saved my life once. It's like, yeah, but now it's the reason you're gonna die. But yeah, so episode four, actually directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. She was in Jurassic World, Ron Howard's daughter. Uh, been in other films too. I think she was she was Gwen Stacy in the first Spider Man, the Sam Raimi ones. Remember, she was in Spider Man Three. She was Gwen Stacy, and then she was in Jurassic World and stuff. And she was also in uh in um. What's that movie where he has cancer? Joseph Gordon Levitt, Fifty Fifty. Is it Fifty Fifty? Remember, she's the girlfriend that cheats on him. Yeah. So she directed... You know a lot about the careers of the actors in this series. Or is that just like a thing where you know the general, like you're like an IMDB for... No, I do that. For actors' careers. I don't know why it's up here. I wish I could forget some of this stuff and like remember useful things. Like when somebody tells me to get something and I remember that. But no. All right. Rice Dallas Howard. But yeah, so... Yeah, like a filmography. I think this was... I think this might have been my favorite episode so far. You want to tell the people what it was about? I think this episode was... Dang, it was close to me. I really liked the fight in the last one. Mm Mm-hmm. With the, Man- oh, yeah, uh, the Mandalorians, this, this, this probably wins. Yeah, this probably wins. But I would say the third episode is my second favorite. Yeah, this is yeah. Probably my first. So it starts off with him trying to, with Mando. When we see him last, he's gotten away with Baby Yoda. Yeah, uh, Baby Yoda's doing. Scene. Yeah. Baby Yoda's doing like, um, his darnest in selling plush. Baby Yoda's for this Christmas because he's ah, so damn cute. Unfortunately, there's not going to be any Baby Yoda merch available by this Christmas, but Christmas 2020. Yes. That's the official that's word from Disney. Yeah, that's, that's what I read true. the other day. Nah, dude, that's, that's what I read. You think these toys crazy. just get made overnight, motherfucker? Probably in China. Yeah. Um, anyways, back to what I was saying. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, it's, it's basically, it's cool because it's, the opening sequence has kind of birthed this Twitter meme of Baby Yoda playing different types of music on a radio. And then, like, it's Mando turning it off. The ones I've seen is, like, him playing Christmas music. And I, do, I, I saw I saw Toto, or Africa by Toto. Yeah. yeah. That's the one that and I saw. Then Mando turns it off. 
So Dude, many baby Yoda memes out there, dude. So this, many yeah. baby Fucking baby Russell Wilson. taking the internet by store. Yeah, dude. Russell Wilson fucking after winning a game on Monday Night Football post a little baby Yoda wearing his jersey. Fucking hate the guy, the but that was fucking adorable. It was. This is the way. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you just keep saying that. <laughs> you say that about... <laughs> Go ahead. So yeah, it, it's them on that island. They're like, "Yo, let's go scout it out." And then he's like, "We need to get to the island." So basically, they're that ship. Oh, it's a planet. Yeah, he's going to a secluded planet to kind of lay low for a few months. And right when he gets there, pulls up to a cantina because that's what Mando does. I could have sworn his planet. Like, didn't he scan it and said, "Like, hey, no life." And then he pulls up to like a full of restaurant. Yeah, like, is he not like the most popular? No, it was basically the elite that was very lowly populated. I don't know. I guess it's like a rural area if you'd compare it to like America, you know? It's, probably it's like, like, t- it's like middle of Texas or something compared yeah, like, to like California. I guess. But I it's guess. planets, dude. Oh my God. It's like that, but planets. Basically. Because they travel from planet to planet. Dude, that's another thing. Like, we're four episodes in and we've been to like four different planets. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm so you, many different been, planets. Like, the most Star Warsy Star Wars thing that Star Disney's kind of made. It's kind of done more. Star Warsy Star movie. Wars thing. Put that on a shirt yeah. <laughs> and sell it. No, Mandalorian like is the up. most Star Warsy Star Wars, Star Wars that Disney, Disney has. has done yeah. agreed you get to see basically this new terrain these new creatures um it kind of builds upon the old legacy without really tearing anything down from those movies kind of i just it's wish really cool what john favreau's done yeah um, dude <clears throat> the the thing that i hate the most about star wars is like when the original trilogy came out they're like, hey, we're going to make a prequel of this. But, you know, the thing with prequels is, like, you know where it's ending or getting to. And now that this has come out, but you know, like, 30 years after Return of the Jedi, that's when The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi happened. So, it's like, we're just in this middle period. I think that's the thing that I kind of don't like. But it's, it's like its own thing. Like, I don't know what's happening, you know? There's a fucking Yoda out there. True. It's true. Like, is he still around when fucking Force Awakens is happening? That's only thirty years. He's probably just like a teenage, like, like you know, like an adolescent by then. You think? He's like just learning to shave, and then like him and Mando are out there, and like they're doing all that crazy shit, and they're just like, nah, let's just hang out. But back to episode four. Yeah. So um. Episode four, <laughs> they get to the cantina. So basically, can they get to meet the other bounty hunter? He, ordered, he meets another Mandalorian. So he wait, wait, wait. Da- she's not she, a Mandalorian. Is she a Mandalorian? No, no. she's an ex guild member. I think that's how he knows her. There's I think like a shock her. trooper is what they say that she was a shock trooper. Her name is Cara Dune. Yeah, that sounds about and, right. And she was pretty badass. Fight, and then Baby Yoda comes out while sipping on some soup. Another meme right there. Mm-hmm. 
when they're like at a Gina Carano. I'm not gonna go into her filmography, but she is a <laughs> former fighter. <laughs> you just got quiet. Yeah, like, here you go. Go on. No, I know she, what you she, do. Go on, she go was on. in Deadpool. Yeah. Go on. Remember, she's the one who does the superhero landing. But yeah, so then, then essentially they get asked by these farmers whose like village got ransacked by these crazy motherfuckers who I don't know their names of, but one of them was around in Return of the Jedi, or apparently he's like one of Boba's, not Boba's, Jabba the Hutt's. Like he was there supposedly, and now this is his. They're like raiders, basically. Yeah. Like yeah. They raid this like little fishing town, where there's like uh, they're uh, they're called I think their species is called Clatoonians. There you go, um, man. That's why you know. That's why you're the hardcore one. And <laughs> the Clatoonians basically have an imperial at ATST, which is kind of like a cooler at at from like Dude, the old movies. That thing. Well, if you've ever played like the Star Wars games, I'm sure you're familiar. It's like a two-legged, two-legged, at at, like, but like, not big and slow and stupid. Like at at yeah. are pretty useless for the like we've seen them in like two three movies now. But this thing, dude, it was like a horror movie. That's why I mentioned Bryce Dallas Howard directing it. Like, it feels like a dinosaur from like how they see. Yeah the imprints when they're like scouting them and then like how when that thing gets like you know it's they it picks them up on the sensor it's like eyes are red and it's like coming through the woods and the trees are falling that shit yeah. was pretty scary like you know like they prepped the villagers to fight back and stuff main plot points of episodes we skim over folks but you know we got plenty of time for other shit but so they're essentially f- helping fight those raiders who have that Imperial Walker. And they take down the Walker and basically uh, uh, he Mando decides he's going to just leave Baby Yoda here Mm -hmm. because he's happy with all the kids and Sanctuary and so forth. And as all this is coming to fruition to him and you you think they're going to dip and he's going to go off into the galaxy another bounty hunter shows up and tries to assassinate baby Yoda. But, um, Dune Gina Carano kills him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Dune, Dune shoots him. And, you know, Mandalorian realizes that if he leaves baby Yoda here, the bounty hunter, they already, yeah, they already know or other guild members who are using these fobs, to, these yeah. tracking different fobs to track him are going to be led to this village. So they take off. Yeah, and we learned some more stuff about Mando in this episode. He says that the Mandalorians took me in. He says that to the to the good-looking widow who's just laying it on thick on him. She's like, "Fuck that. Don't go anywhere. You know, we'll put your armor aside. You could live here. He could baby Yoda could live here. We'll be a little family." And he he tells her that the last time he took off his armor around anybody was when he was 12. 
that was around people. But she says one of the last time he took it off, he goes, oh, yesterday. So he clearly takes it off when he's alone. And apparently that's her religion in Mandalorians. But we've seen other Mandalorians in the Star Wars verse, like Star Wars Rebels, uh, Sabine. She's a Mandalorian. She takes her you know, helmet off. We've met like her family that's in Mandal- like the Mandalorian planet. They all take it off. But, you know, I think maybe like a more extreme version or this is just, you know, this is just a rule from now on moving forward. This is the way. This is this is the way. Perfect, dude. So that's kind of been like our thing now, dude. Like I mean, we I think it drops what Thursday night or something, but we end up watching it like Friday, Friday night. I think so what's uh crazy is before uh Gung actually got to see this episode before I did and he was recommending that I watch it and Gung goes, you know, you wouldn't be able to guess who directed this and one of the first things I threw out there because I know Taika Waititi directed, um, or not directed, acted as a robot. I guessed him, and Gungan said, "Nope, you're not going to guess." And I didn't guess Bryce Dallas Howard. Um, but Gungan, can you guess? <laughs> and you obviously can, because I kind of just gave it. Like, if you can't guess this, you know, Taika Waititi, who directed the next episode of. That's going to air on December 6th. Taika Waititi. No, it's Dave Filoni, actually. You're wrong. Oh. Like, I don't know why. <laughs> Dave <laughs> Filoni directed the first one, too, didn't he? Huh? I yes, think he Dave... Fil- yeah, Dave Filoni, he, he run- He he's the one that was behind Star Wars Rebels, that animated show that I was told about. Him, yeah. and, yeah. him and Favreau are the real... Yeah, that, that, yeah, no, I know, but you like that, huh? You like how I... So, by the way, guess who directs the season finale episode? Or who directed the season finale episode? <laughs> John Favreau. No, it's Taika Waititi. <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm not joking. You know, you know who I don't want to direct an episode of this? Ryan Jones. <laughs> there it is. But... Toxic fandom. Right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, but no, but seriously, up. Uh, no, uh, this the last episode, which is episode eight, airing on December twenty seventh, is uh, written by John Favreau and directed by Taika Waititi. So I think that's going to be Bro, pretty damn, neat. At, so that's season one, huh? Eight episodes. Yeah, that's eight episodes. Fuck. It's pro- I was just about to mention how nice Fridays have been now. Like that's what we do on Friday nights now. Like you know, you had been doing it for the past couple weeks. This past Friday, you got a little busy doing other stuff. So that's why you ended up watching it over the weekend. But it's like, watch, go home. Like, you know, watch Mandalorian and then Jeff Goldblum, dude. It's been nice. It is Jeff. Go check out uh, the Mandalorians on Disney+. Plus. Check out Jeff Goldblum. What is it? The World, the world According, to, according Goldblum. to Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. Yeah. The World According to Jeff Goldblum. And this is, it's just. It must watch TV. It's exactly what you think a show with Jeff Goldblum would be. It's exactly that. It it's one hundred percent that. Like, like Jeff Goldblum is the most Jeff Goldblum person. <laughs> like, it's like he... the shit he gets away with, like you know, like just the way he acts. He just like just you know, it's just nice. It's uplifting, dude. Like 
he he does like pretty much a deep dive into like a, like a cultural topic. I think the first episode was sneakers, then it was ice cream, then tattoos. Now he just did denim. It's like, it doesn't sound interesting when you say, "Hey, there's a whole episode on denim." You actually watch it, and pretty fucking interesting. Those that's the only two things I've been watching on Disney Plus. Though, like, what what about you? Kind of just like in a general sense, have you have you gone back and watched any of the older Disney stuff? Or because like I've Disney been Plus... binging a lot of Simpsons episodes actually. Really? Yeah. I did go back and watch, you know, when you hit play on episode one, you had told me that it was like a Christmas type one and Flanders is a dick and Flanders was a dick. Yeah. Like Flanders in, epi- in, the, in the pilot episode was, yeah, I can totally get why Helmer hates Flanders. But apart from those two things, like I haven't got, I think I haven't been so much like Disney Plus has a lot of shit that's going to be coming out in 2020. And what I like about them, and I think it's because they kind of had to do it this way, where they're releasing one episode a week. It makes sense. Like, I like Netflix, the way they drop all of the season of Stranger Things and stuff. Most of the time, I don't sit there and binge it through a weekend. I'll watch, like, one or two episodes, and I, like, put it off. You know? But this one, it's, like, it's out. I'm, like, it's cracked, dude. I'm, like, I need it. It's fucking Friday. I'm like, all right, I need to go watch Mandalorian. So when does this end? Uh, December twenty seventh. We have four more weeks. Oh man, that's fucked up. They're gonna make season two. I think they're already writing it, right? Or they're already yeah gonna be going. I think he's. A, d- but you like that? You like that? How I how I guessed Heiko Watiti the other night, and then you guessed wrong for episode five. And then, yeah, Taika Waititi is going to direct the finale. You really, like, just hung up on that. No, but they don't do. Taika Waititi is a beast. So I'm looking forward to that, I'm like, so What does this show feel like, like? His other work? Huh? Have I seen some of his other work? Yes, I've seen some of his other Thor Ragnarok, What We Do in the Shadows. Did you watch that one? No, I just kind of wanted you to go do it into a whole fucking filmography on Taika As TV, far and then he he made Jojo Rabbit. I've been meaning to watch that one. That's the one where it's the kid who has an imaginary friend, but it's Hitler. It's him playing Hitler. Like there was some shit like before that movie came out where like Disney was kind of like, "Yo, you know, you directed Thor Ragnarok. You're gonna direct Thor: Love and Thunder. You're making a movie where you play Hitler," <laughs> and then. But it's supposedly like I haven't seen it, but I supposedly it's a really good movie. Dude, he's he's good though. Like he's solid. He he acts. He fucking directs. He's from New Zealand. He's got it all, man. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to. I didn't think. I didn't know where to like. Yeah, I mean, I, I okay, well, how do you, how do you, <laughs> how do you feel about this show so far? Four episodes in. Four episodes in, like I said, man, this is. This yeah, is what I was that. expecting from the new trilogy. Yeah, and we didn't kind of get any of this, and I think, um, 
It's the it's lore. Some, some dude. of the some of the better the stories, you know. And if if I think what Disney needs to see from this is see what's working. And I know they're already making a lot of money with these Disney movies, but imagine how much more money they can make if they were. <clears throat> I think as appealing as this series has been so far, because mm-hmm. everybody, Star Wars fans and non-Star Wars fans alike, I think are in love with this show. It's kind of united. How, yeah. It's, it's, it, it, the internet was splintered after The Last Jedi, like Jess has mentioned a couple times. I'm not a fan, but it's the f- fandom had been going against each other, arguing over a little bullshit. It's like, you're either on this side or that side, yada, yada, yada. This has united the fandom, and we've all come together to, like, and rejoice. Baby and baby, baby Yoda is at the center. Yeah, Baby Yoda is at the dead center, dude. Even people that don't watch Star Wars are like, that Baby Yoda, he's cute. Yeah, Yeah. Russell Wilson used Baby Yoda on Monday Night Football. Like They showed that after he tweeted that out, I think. Yeah, and he After said, "Well, this is the way." And this is the way. This, this is the way. Fuck that guy. I think. Uh, is there anything else you want to add? We're gonna make a review for episode five. Um, or probably a review, kind of more of a discussion podcast. Yeah, no, I think that's good. Yeah, we'll yeah. discuss episode five, and then episode six, and the rest of this this season. And then, you know, we'll be making Disney's going to be dropping those Marvel series, too. Like, if this is like an appetizer, John Favreau's heading these. Motherfucking Kevin Feige is like, you know, he's going to be handling or involved with the, the WandaVision series, the fucking Hawkeye series, the Falcon and Winter Soldier series. Like, that shit's coming down the pike, man. Did you see Charlie Cox got casted in the Spider-Man 3? No, I didn't. Yeah. Daredevil. Yeah, do you want to let us know what Charlie Cox is in? I only know him A little bit. Daredevil. <laughs> I only know him from <laughs> Daredevil. All right. Well, but... You know what, my friend? Since you've been, you know, like throughout this whole episode, been able to tell us, hey, the filmography on pretty much every actor in The Mandalorian, I'm going to let you know what else Charlie Cox has been in. He was in Stardust in 2007. He was in The <laughs> Theory of Everything, everything that came out in 2014. Okay. He was in King of Thieves, which came out in 2018. Charlie Cox was born on the 15th of <laughs> December in 1982. Uh, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> I think everybody has kind of gotten the gist. He is also <laughs> Scorpio. <laughs> in the second and third seasons of HBO's Boardwalk Empire. And then let me tell you his blood type and <laughs> social security number. No, no, nah, but no, nah, dude. Yeah, like exciting times. Uh, back in the Star Wars universe, excited for Star Wars again, and it it, it feels like its own thing. You know, it's not like we. This has nothing to do with like the. 
This is kind of no, the I, th- after I think what, if there's, there's one thing that this has really solidified um, to me as a Star Wars fan is the hardcore. Fan. There's a part of me always thought I wanted more Skywalker stories and more um, stories connected to the characters in the original trilogy. And no, it turns out I just want more stories that are good stories that take place in the Star Wars universe Universe. and they don't have to be skywalker stories and they don't have to be connected to anybody um else in the franchise Uh, um it's cool that you include tidbits easter eggs which i think if i was kind of done it's the Um, lore it's the lore yeah as long as you include all that stuff that's all you need you don't you don't need i think um, a big connection to actual characters and stuff in the old one because this works because this is the way. And on that note, I think we'll end this episode here. Tune in sometime next week, hopefully, folks, and we'll record. Uh, we'll recap. Recap. What do we discuss? Discuss. We will discuss. episode five and some other shit that's going on. You know, like you haven't seen the Irishman yet, right? No, not yet. I'll go ahead and watch that, and maybe we can do a review on that as well. Not a review, we, we'll a discussion. Discussion. You know, we'll talk just, about yeah. it. Yeah, we'll talk about it, and then you guys can listen and talk. I was talking cool. about it if you're into that sort of thing. You guys can listen uh, to us talk if they're into podcasts. If they're into yeah. listening to pun, if you're into that type of thing. All right. Thank you for listening, yeah, just folks. Just messed it around. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and uh, tune in next week. Um, we have spoken. <laughs>